Welcome to Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and this is my podcast. It is a daily podcast, and I appreciate you tuning in if you're a new listener, especially if you listen on iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Do me a favor and hit subscribe. I would love the follow. Um, if you don't know who exactly I am, I am a former radio personality here in San Diego. I did radio for over 19 years, uh, waking everybody up in the mornings um, at various different radio stations, and unfortunately, at the beginning of the year, I lost my job. But I was just so used to sharing my life with people, sharing my weight loss struggle, sharing my singlehood, um, sharing the fact that I met the woman of my dreams and having two beautiful kids, sharing the fact that I have a special needs daughter and now dealing with being unemployed and, you know, quarantine and all that stuff. I just share my life. And that's what the podcast is about. I love sharing information um, just to keep you in the know, but also just to um, put my little spin on it. So for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, thank you so much. And if you are a OG listener of the podcast, I appreciate the support as well. Now, today's show is full of goodness. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say, full of goodness. Um, I have your moment of pure happiness at the end of the show, which is a uplifting story that will make you smile. It's about a young man who's doing good things in his city. Um, I also have some reality TV news, including who is going to be dancing for Dancing with Our Stars. That's going to be coming up. And I have some social media news if you want to get into that. Of course, I have my weight loss check. Let's see how I'm doing trying to lose weight on this intermittent fast. But first, I have things to keep you in the know. We're going to head over, uh, just talk about California in general. It looks like um, Governor Gavin Newsom declared an emergency yesterday over wildfires burning through California as the state's power grid operator pleaded for continued conservation to avoid rolling blackouts. The grid operator praised residents and businesses for astonishing um, conservation efforts that kept the power on Monday night. The state is in a days-long heat wave that has stressed the electrical system and resulted in rolling blackouts over two nights last weekend. And it happened to me. Um, last Friday I had a rolling blackout and it was like a good two hours before the power ended up shutting or turning back on, um, outages, excessive heat, wildfire, and the pandemic have, have people on edge. That's for sure. Evacuations were in effect or growing in several Northern California communities because of growing fires. Newsom demanded an investigation into two smaller weekend blackouts. It's crazy because I do notice that's the one thing I notice is people are just more agitated. I think A, we're tired of being quarantined and B, even trying to get out. Um, it's hard. Think There's so many restrictions on things and, and I get it, but I feel like sometimes people are so quick to just lose their temper um, at the new job that, I'm at, I, that I am at. It's in the hospitality sector and I call people and I let them know about what's going on and they are angry with me, like just having to reserve certain things and having to deal with all these changes. They just are angry and I don't know what else to do. I deal with angry people every day and it's it's frustrating for me. It doesn't make me feel good to call people and yeah, it's just, it's, it's horrible. Um, the tensions are super high right now. Your next story to keep you in the know, it looks like San Diego is removed from the state watch list and schools could open September 1st. That's amazing, coming from a parent who has a special needs kid and a third grader at home. San Diego has officially been removed from the COVID-19 monitoring list. A county official confirmed um, on noon on Tuesday, setting in motion a 14-day countdown that could see 
K-12 students back in the classroom as soon as September 1st, depending on the guidance of individual school districts. The announcement follows six straight days of San Diego County public health officials reporting a case of uh, case rate of fewer than 100 positive COVID-19 tests per 100,000 people. According to Gavin, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, he said it would very likely the county would come off the state's monitoring list by Tuesday, which actually happened, and the county was expecting some guidance from the state in that area later um, yesterday. The county will be placed on the list should it be flagged for exceeding any one of six different metrics for three consecutive days. Those metrics are the case rate, the percentage of positive tests, the average number of tests a county is able to perform daily, changes in the number of hospitalized patients, and the percentage of ventilators and intensive care beds available. Uh, San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner uh, announced yesterday that the city would be allowing gyms, vi uh, fitness businesses, and places of wor worship to operate in parks um, as of Monday. There's no city better in than San Diego to take advantage of the fact that COVID-19 has a harder time spreading outdoors. Using parks as part of our pandemic relief response will help the mental health and physical health of San uh, thousands of San Diegans, according to Faulkner. So it looks like good news for San Diego. If we can just continue for another 14 days, um, I guess officially starting today, um, we can get our kids back to school. And I mentioned this in yesterday's podcast for somebody like me, you know, I do worry about getting coronavirus and my kids getting it and I don't want them to pass it to me or my wife. Um, but at the same time, like my daughters need an education. And I just mentioned it earlier, like as a dad who's working from home, it is difficult to have to, uh, social distance teach my special needs daughter. It's just, it's not possible for me. It's just, I have to pay for somebody to help and that, that I don't have the money for that. It's just, it's crazy right now. And we're all living through crazy times. I'm just venting. I'm just giving you my side of the, the whole thing. Um, but yeah, so it should be good news as of September 1st, if we decide to, uh, if we go back to school. And your last story to keep you in the know, good news, Amazon plans to expand office space in San Diego, creating 200 jobs in the region. Uh, they announced on Tuesday that it plans to physically, um, ha or have physical offices in six US cities, including San Diego. The company revealed that it plans to add more than 40,000 square feet of office space in the city of San Diego, but did not disclose exactly where it would be. The other five cities included Dallas, Detroit, Denver, New York, and Phoenix. Uh, Teams in the cities will support various businesses across Amazon, including AWS, Alexa, Amazon Advertising, Amazon Fashion, Ops Tech, and Amazon Fresh. Among others, the company said in a statement, the company expects to hire a ver uh, for a variety of roles, from cloud infrastructure architects and software engineers to data scientists, product, product managers, and user experience designers. The expansion will add a total of 3,500 new jobs with 200 in San Diego, 600 in Dallas, 100 in Detroit, 100 in Denver, 2,000 in New York, and 500 in Phoenix. Um, the 3,500 new jobs will be in cities across co the country with strong, diverse talent pools. Um, we look forward to helping these communities grow their emerging tech workforce, according to uh, Amazon Human Resources Senior Vice President Beth Galetti. Amazon employs about 90,000 workers in California and more than 876,000 worldwide. So that's amazing news, especially this time around, because it is hard to find a job right now uh, during this whole pandemic. And those are your stories to keep you in the know. All right, I've got 
a weight loss check for those of you that have been following my journey. Um, I've done three intermittent fasts. Um, it started on May, f no, it started in February 26th during, um, right before Easter. It ended on Easter. I lost 35 pounds and then I kicked it off again on May 1st uh, when I kicked off this podcast and I lost an additional 20 pounds. And then I kicked it off again in July 25th um, and I'm hoping to lose another 20 pounds. Um, I started this journey um, on July 25th at 241.4 pounds. So now I am down as of yesterday, 226.7 pounds, which means that leaves me at 14.7 pounds lost, which is humongous. So when I originally started this whole adventure, I was 294.1 pounds at the beginning of the year. And now I am 67.4 pounds down Whew, in like five months. Is that crazy? I feel great. I, I'm, I, I'm doing well. Um, I've got another 14 days to go um, to lose. Let's see here. Um, the goal is 20 pounds minus 14.7. So I've got another 14 days to lose 5.3 pounds. Five pounds is how, so hard, but I think I can do it. I think it's going to happen. It's going to happen for me. I, 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 you, you believe me? Pray for me. And those, that's your uh, weight loss check. So now for those of you that follow uh, me on social media, I've got some news about social media. It looks like first one is Facebook removes over a thousand ad targeting um, options due to low usage. Basically they're getting rid of a lot of ads, which is great because a lot of people are always like, oh, they're listening to you. And then you see ads pop up for things that you talked about in front of Facebook. And so it's crazy, but it looks like Given the Facebook's capacity for hyper-targeted ads uh, is one of its key strengths for marketers, it seems strange that the company would seek to remove any of its ad targeting options, unless it had to, of course. But that's what Facebook's doing this week. The social network has announced they will be removing over a thousand ads targeting um, options because they're either not used very often or they replicate other audience targeting categories. According to Facebook, they say, as part of our latest efforts to simplify and streamline our targeting options, we've identified cases where advertisers of all sizes and industries rarely use various targeting options. Infrequent use may be because of some of the targeting options are redundant with others or because they're too granular to really be useful. So we're removing some of these options, which makes sense. But then again, it seems like Facebook would only remove ad targeting options for a reason. So it looks like if you are a ad, you know, if you if you place ads um, through Facebook, um, it's going to look it's more streamlined, um, which is great because I used to do ads on Facebook and it was so just congested with options that after a while you just didn't use a lot of it. You just kind of stayed in your lane. So that's what's going on with Facebook. Um, the saga of TikTok. Um, supposedly, you know, Trump's going to ban uh, TikTok unless an American company buys them. And it looks like Oracle uh, emerges as another potential buyer for TikTok. Um, this U.S. Um, com computing giant, Oracle, reportedly joined a group of investment firms in formulating an offer for the app. According to CNBC, Oracle's talks to acquire TikTok's operations in four countries are ongoing and have accelerated in recent days. The person said it and Microsoft are far ahead of any other company that have expressed interest. The uh, four countries would be the U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. 
which if TikTok is to be cut up and sold off, are believed to be one package of nations that would be that would be separated from the rest, which would be a difficult split leading to various versions of the app operating under different rules and processes. And no doubt TikTok's current owner, ByteDance, would prefer to keep the whole platform as one package. So we'll see what happens, you know? There's still time for the deal to be done. Microsoft is in there still. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll know more information. Uh, I know Twitter was involved. I, I did report that, I think, last week. Um, we'll find out. The, the, to- the clock is definitely ticking um, right now for TikTok. Get it? That was a bad dad joke. And last but not least, Twitter is back in the game. Looks like Twitter rolls out tweet reply controls to all users. So if you are still one of the few that use Twitter, I do actually. I do to like um, send out this podcast. Um, but it looks like after testing over a few the few last months, Twitter has announced that it has a new tweet reply control option that's being made available to all users, iOS, Android, and Twitter.com. Um, how it works is before you tweet, choose who can reply with three options. Everyone, only people you follow, or only people you mention. Tweets with the latter two settings will be labeled and the reply icon will be grayed out for people who can't reply. People who can't reply will still be able to view the tweet um, and retweet it and retweet with comments and share and like these tweets, but they won't be able to reply. As noted, Twitter began testing its reply controls with selected users in May, and since then, Twitter says it's seen the tools used to conduct interviews, panel discussions, and more expanding the potential usage options for tweets. I'm just interested to know um, why go through this. I mean, is it... I, I, I guess there's a lot more people that are still using Twitter. You know, I think it's a thing. It's a thing. And those are your stories to keep you all the know about social media. I know that was a horrible ending. I just don't know what to call that segment. Right now, it's just social media news. Um, all right, it's time for your reality. Um, I've got some stories to tell you about with the reality TV shows. And it looks like Dancing with the Stars has finally um, released its professional dance uh, partners and premiere date. But we're going to keep that at the very end. I'm going to go first to Bachelor news. Looks like couple Lauren Burnham and Ari Lujendik. Is that how you pronounce his name? Lujendik? Uh, are trying for a second child <laughs> again um, following the miscarriage. Um, the Bachelor alum Lauren Burnham has revealed she and her husband Ari have been trying for a second child after experiencing a miscarriage earlier this year. According to U.S. Weekly, Lauren said, We're actually trying for a baby now, so they're ex- that's exciting. Lauren discovered she was pregnant in March, but subsequently ultrasound showed her baby wasn't growing at the expected and normal rate. During a May 28 doctor's appointment the day before their daughter, Alessi's first birthday, Lauren learned she had suffered a miscarriage and the most common miscarriages in which embryo dies but not physically miscarried. Lauren and the 38-year-old former race car driver who fell in love on Bachelor's 22nd season announced their sad news two days later in a YouTube video. So it's really sad news for them, but it looks like they're trying again, which is great. Um, prayers to the family. You know, hopefully it's something that will happen for them all. Um, so, yeah, just for those of you that are Bachelor fans. Um, speaking of love, those of you that watch CBS's show Love Island, it looks like season two cast of Islanders have been announced on CBS. It's a little different, though, this time around. The 11 new 
quote-unquote islanders will be searching to find their perfect love matches in a sequestered Las Vegas villa designed to be a bubble amid the coronavirus pandemic when season two of Love Island premieres with a two-hour episode on Monday, August 24th at 8 p.m. The Islanders include a shopping uh, sh- uh, Chanel model, a billing coordinator and a go-go dancer, an auditor, and two professional oh, personal trainers. Um, they all range in ages from 22 to 28. Love Island's second season will air nightly and include a Saturday episode from 8 to 10 p.m. Um, it's called Love Island More to Love, which will be featured a memorable moments from the week's worth of episodes, as well as exclusive interviews with cast members and never-before-seen video footage. Actress and comedian Arielle Vandenberg will reprise her role as host of Love Island with Matthew Hoffman serving as narrator. If you watched last season, they were actually on an island, and that's why it's called Love Island. But of course, because of quarantine, that's not happening this year. Um, The Islanders will film the new season at a a villa on top of Caesars Entertainment's boutique hotel, the Cromwell in Las Vegas. The cast members will have the opportunity to date and get to know each other in person after spending months in isolation and virtual dating. That's interesting. Um, Love Island's format is a bit of of a cross between Big Brother, Temptation Island, Bachelor in Paradise, and Paradise Hotel. Um, So yeah, it's going to air six nights a week overseas and, or well... No, that's what the UK adoption did. It it aired six nights a week overseas, um, but hopefully it won't be that many here in the U.S. The Islanders are required to couple up every few days, and those who fail to find a partner risk being dropped from the show and replaced with newcomers. So that's what's happening. Love Island premieres Saturday, August 22nd, and Sunday, August 23rd. Um, you can watch it when you desire to watch it. So that's what's happening uh with that um let's see here is it august 22nd no uh, sorry episodes are premiering august 24th what i was what was i reading oh it will a marathon of love island's first season is going to be airing on mtv2 august 22nd august 23rd but the premiere of love island this season on cbs will be on august 24th Uh, a couple of people just to mention um in case you're wondering um there's Caitlin Anderson, a 27-year-old promotions person from uh, Michigan. Um, Mackenzie is a 24-year-old student from Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, Trey is a 25-year-old personal trainer from Florida. James is a 27-year-old personal trainer from Virginia. Johnny is a 22-year-old student from Virginia. Uh, Justine is a 27-year-old billing coordinator and go-go dancer from New Jersey. Uh, Carrington is a 22-year-old sales manager from Utah. Connor is a 23-year-old auditor from Pennsylvania. Moira is a 28-year-old shopping Chanel model from New Jersey. Uh, Seeley is a 24-year-old legal secretary from Sacramento. Um, And Jeremiah is a 22-year-old sales associate from Mississippi. So that should be interesting. If you're all about this show... You can check it out. It's called Love Island, August 24th. All right, the story you've been waiting for. I know a lot of people are um, about Dancing with the Stars. I am. I'm huge. Season 29 is going to premiere, and it is going to premiere on Monday, September 14th at 8 p.m. It's going to have a new host. As I mentioned previously, Tyra Banks is now hosting. Uh, There's going to be 14 professional dancers who will be powered up with celebrities. Um, the returning partners um, for the next season include Brandon Armstrong, Alan Bernstein, Sharna Burgess, Cheryl Burke, Val Chermiskovsky, 
Sha- Sasha Farber, Jenna Johnson, Keo Matsepi, uh, Pina Murgatroyd, uh, Pasha Pashkov, Gleb Shevchenko, and Emma Slater. Um, also, it looks like coming, uh, starting for the first time, two former dance troupe members, Britt Stewart and Daniela Karachgach, will be joining the lineup as professional dancers this fall as well. Um, according to what I'm seeing here, there are three married couples competing against each other, the professionals. There's Val and Jenna, Emma and Sasha, and Daniela and Pasha. Well, during this whole time, there's not going to be any, like, the couples aren't going to be able to intermix um, with each other like they've done in the past. Um, and people who are married are actually going to be living apart for that whole season, which is weird, but, you know, it is what it is. They just don't want to cross-contaminate uh, in case somebody gets COVID. Um, so that's one of the rules that's happening. And it's interesting. I don't know, you know, you would do this reality show and be away from your partner all this time, but I guess it's a good break. According to Emma, she says, it's going to be bliss. I mean, it's going to be terrible, really bad. Um, but we'll see what happens. You know, it's part of the show. Um, it also looks like Emma, uh, had teased that Dancing with the Stars is going to be next level. Um, just exactly what uh, uh, Tyra Banks mentioned. Uh, She is the new host and executive producer. Um, and it looks like Carrie-Anne Inaba, Len Goodman, and Bruno Tonioli will be coming back as judges. Um, the only person that's been revealed, if you haven't seen it yet, is, um, season 11, The Bachelorette star, Kristen, or excuse me, Caitlin Bristow will be participating, um, but who knows who the other people are going to be joining her, you know, we'll find out soon. Also, if you notice two professional partners were left off the Dancing with the Stars list, um, for season 29, Whitney Carson and Lindsay Arnold, who are both actually currently expecting their first child with their husband's. Um, so yeah, that's why they're not going to be there. So reminder, the, the Dancing with the Stars will air on Monday, um, starting on September 14th at 8 PM, right after the bachelor. So, or is it after the bachelor? Um, oh, it's with the bachelor moving to Tuesday nights. So the bachelor's moving to Tuesday nights. So that's, what's going on. Uh, if you're a big fan of Dancing with the Stars, it is coming back, but it's going to be a little later. (laughs) And your last thing, as always, I love sharing uh, a bit of joy with everybody, and it is your moment of pure happiness. This story is about a selfless teen who is a local hero after daily trips during lockdown to clean dirty road signs and cut back his town hedges. Um, A teenage boy annoyed by road signs left dirty and hedges overgrown during lockdown has become a local hero. Um, He's had a mission to clean them up. Joseph Beer noticed dozens of neglected street signs and uh, hedges while on his daily walks with his mom, Lisa. The 15-year-old decided he wanted to clean up the streets with the help of his dad. He rigged up a trailer to fix the back of his bike, uh, on the back of his bike, and started pedaling around the streets near his house. Almost every day, Joseph from Chatteris in Cambridge, or yeah, Cambridgeshire, oh, Cambridgeshire, England, uh, has headed off to do more tidying up. The youth has autism and ADHD and has scrubbed street signs that have been left almost unreadable due to moss growing over them. In other places, hedges have become hazards left to grow until they almost completely obscure road uh, directional signs from view. And Joseph's efforts have not gone unnoticed by the people of Chatteris and surrounding towns. 
a driving instructor got in touch with them to thank him uh, for uncovering the hidden road signs. One of his neighbors, um, who Joseph's family did not even know, was so impressed by his cleanup of the town that he set up a GoFundMe account for him. Um, the fundraising campaign, which now has ended, raised almost a thousand pounds in donations. So that's amazing. He's doing great things for his town, getting it all cleaned up, cleaning all the road signs. Um, good for you. Good for this young man for doing something. You know, he saw a problem and he decided to fix it. So good for you, Joseph. And that is your moment of pure happiness. Well, that's today's show. I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, there's, gosh, you know, uh, so much going on in my life. And I, I have more to share um, when I'm able to, um, especially something that I tried out for. Um, and I haven't heard back from them, so I won't mention it. But something I'm hoping big happens. But I'll, I'll let you know as it comes along. Anyways, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. If you have any comments or concerns or questions, feel free to reach out to me on social media. You can search Hula SD, that's H-U-L-A-S-D, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, all those um, social media platforms. And again, please fo uh, follow, subscribe um, my podcast. I would love that. Um, other than that, have yourself a great day. And again, thanks so much for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. Have a great day. Bye.